Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of All the F's with me, Bex. And this week I am diving in to fat loss myths. So I've asked on my socials for people to reach out with myths and legends, um, things that people rave about at work, stuff like that. And I'm going to delve into what's fact and what's fiction. But what's interesting when something is a myth, it usually hangs around and comes back in cycles. So things like come into flavour again. Like at the moment, there's loads of people banging on about fasting. Um, and with a myth, the reason it hangs around is because there's usually an element of truth to it somewhere where people will be getting certain results, but they just don't understand why. So rather than just come on a pod and sort of dismiss them as bullshit, which a lot of them are, I'm going to explain why they hang around, why they might work to some degree, um, and hopefully clear everything up for you. Now, there's obviously tons and tons of myths out there, and I don't want to bang on too long and bore you, so I thought I might do myth-busting in parts, and this one will probably tackle around about half a dozen that I've had to come in. A lot were kind of recurring themes, which, like I say, is why I think fasting must be the hot topic at the moment. Because quite a lot of people asked about that. Um, and a lot have just been around since day dot. Like my nana used to talk about some of the ones that have come on. But like I say, myths hang around because there could be an element of truth. So I'm going to get stuck in. So first one is around about meal timings in terms of... If I eat after 6pm, is it going to cause me to gain fat or is it going to stop me losing fat? Um, should I not eat past a certain time? So a few of them around that theme. Now, here's what it is where I say there's a bit of truth in the myth. Your body does not hold on to fat because you've eaten after 6pm. Trust me, with my diary, I have full tea with pudding at 10pm every night. That has never affected my body composition. So that is incorrect. You do not hold on to fat because you've eaten past 6pm. You don't gain extra fat. It doesn't affect your ability to lose fat. However, the indirect truth in this myth is that most people overconsume calories in an evening. It is behaviour. It is habit. So most of us overeat, snack, graze at night time when we're getting from work, when we're hungry, when we're bored, when we're watching telly. So if I was to put a rule in place that said you cannot eat after 6pm, I'm sure many of you would lose body fat. Nothing to do with the chemical processes happening in your body. Nothing magic's happening because you stopped eating at 6pm. But you just stopped overeating. You stopped grazing. You stopped snacking. So you consumed less calories. So that one, no, it's not true in terms of what's going on in your body. But there is a link in an indirect way of truth where people might say, well, I stopped eating after six and, you know, the weight's dropped off me. But it's because they're just eating less calories. They're not eating as much food. They're not snacking as much. They're not grazing in front of the TV. Hopefully that makes sense. So then at the other end of the spectrum, I was asked about breakfast and people saying things like breakfast is the most important meal of the day. You must have breakfast to kickstart your metabolism. So I do need to side note because a lot of these referred to metabolism. 
You cannot speed up your metabolism. That is not a thing. Nothing you eat or drink is going to be speeding up your metabolism. Your metabolism is your body's chemical processes. It's how many calories you need at rest. And the only way to increase metabolism is to gain muscle. The more muscle we hold, the more calories we burn at rest. Food and drink claiming to do that, that is bullshit. Now, in terms of breakfast being the most important meal of the day for fat loss um, or it's speeding up your metabolism, it won't do that. However, I do know where this myth has sort of come from. Again, the indirect sort of bit of truth in it that's kept it hanging around. People who eat a substantial breakfast that includes protein are going to manage their hunger and appetite levels better than people who skip breakfast altogether. Now, this comes from a study that was done years ago where they took a sample of people. Half of them had a substantial breakfast, half of them didn't. Then they all met at lunchtime and got an access to a all-you-can-eat buffet. The people who hadn't had breakfast ate substantially more of the buffet than the people who had had breakfast. So if you think about that, in terms of fat loss, calories in versus calories out, the people who ate the substantial breakfast that included protein then ate less at lunchtime, ate less calories overall throughout the day because they'd managed the appetite and hunger. Again, like with the evening meal snacking situation, this is about people's habits and behaviours, not about something magical that's going in in your body, you know, from a chemical perspective. Now, that study was done, and if that study had been published just as I've explained it, this would never have been a myth that hung around. However, cereal companies clung on to this study and cherry-picked things out of it so that they could start promoting their products as breakfast, the most important meal of the day. Studies support that people who eat breakfast are going to speed up the metabolism and burn more fat. When no, studies support that people who eat a substantial breakfast, that includes protein, fibre, the things that keep us feeling full, manage their hunger, appetite, cravings, and naturally eat less throughout the day. So hopefully that has cleared that one up for you. So the next one, again, referring to metabolism, was about lemon in water. Um, that's been said since day dot. Like, that is literally what my nana said. Absolutely no truth to that at all. So this myth's hung around without truth to it. There isn't even an indirect one. Um, a tiny squeeze of lemon in your water is going to do very little other than make it taste all right. So you might drink more. It might mean that you're more hydrated. It doesn't cleanse your detox your, your body does that, your kidneys and liver do that. And it certainly doesn't speed up your metabolism by any stretch. Eating breakfast doesn't, drinking water doesn't. So the only benefit to adding lemon to your water, if I was really sort of stretching this, would be a little hit of vitamin C. Now, we're talking tiny amounts. It's a piece of lemon or a squeeze of lemon. And there's actually no solid evidence to suggest that vitamin C supports immune systems. Again, this is propaganda and marketing that's been taken from cherry-picked from studies. 
So I can't even say to you, yeah, drink lemon water for a hit of vitamin C because it will support your immune system because there isn't solid evidence to support that theory. So lemon water might be more interesting than normal water, might encourage you to drink more, might make you more hydrated, but that is it. Other than that, no, it is not speeding up your metabolism. So the last one I want to talk about is, well, there's a couple that I've kind of bunched in. It's about fasting, being fasted, not being fasted. So firstly, fasting seems to have popped its head up again. A lot of people are saying, well, I understand, you know, calorie deficit, calories in versus calories out, that we need to expend more calories than we consume to lose fat. But so-and-so in my office is raving about fasting and saying that's better than a calorie deficit. What so-and-so in the office doesn't understand is that fasting is a method used to create a calorie deficit. Any diet that results in fat loss is a calorie deficit. It's the method. So keto, cutting out huge food groups, you are cutting out calories. Fasting is closing the window, the amount of time you've got to eat. So most people will eat less within that window. Fasting can work for a lot of people. It's a method that works to create a calorie deficit. So I'm not knocking it at all, but we need to understand it is a calorie deficit. It's not speeding up your metabolism. It's not utilising fat stores better than any other way. It's creating a smaller window. Usually it's 16 hours not eating, eight hours you can eat what you want. Think about it. You sit and you eat a full... So you don't eat for 16 hours, right? Then you sit and you eat full dinner and a big pudding. You're not going to want to eat again for a good few hours. So you'll probably have, say, two meals that day instead of three and snacks. Now, the downside, in my opinion, to fasting is that I believe it's not necessarily suitable long term because it doesn't fit into lifestyles it means that you'll be missing out on events and going for meals and things if they don't fit in your fasted window but secondly i believe that it encourages a feast and famine type mentality so if you are a person who has struggled with your relationship with food uh, binging perhaps then giving yourself an eight hour free-for-all window where you can eat what you want might not necessarily be the best idea for you when it comes to having a positive relationship with food and with your body. So fasting is by no means superior. Fasting is not speeding up your metabolism. It is a method to create a calorie deficit. Calorie deficit isn't like a diet that's been made up. That is, it has been that since time began. Energy expenditure Slimming World, Weight Watchers, Keto, the 5-2, fasting are all methods in which we create a calorie deficit. So hopefully that explains fasting, why it works, kind of the pros and cons from it. The last little bit branching on from that is somebody, in fact, a couple of people talked about sort of fasted cardio. So as in, or fasting strength as well was mentioned. It's basically working out on an empty stomach. Like, is it superior? So it's not supported, no. Where we certainly don't affect our metabolism by working out fasted. So that is untrue. Um, in terms of right, the tedious link, the indirect truth that's caused this to hang around. Um basically, if we were in a fasted state, i.e., we'd not eaten for a long period of time, 
So I'm not talking just not having your breakfast in the morning. That's not really fasted. We would deplete all our energy stores. So all our carbohydrate stores that we store in our muscles to use as energy. If we didn't eat, that would all be gone. So then what would our body use for energy if there was no carb stores left? It would use body fat the same way it would in a calorie deficit. So because being fasted, i.e. not eating for a significant period of time, depletes our energy stores from carbs and our body then needs to use fat as an energy source, that's then been, again, cherry-picked to say fasted is going to burn fat because technically it will, but it's no huge difference where this makes fasted superior because you're burning fat rather than carbs. You're still burning energy and you would need to be in a state of fasting for quite a significant time to be, you know, hammering through body fat. So it's like a tedious link, a tiny bit of truth in it, sort of, that's been cherry-picked. But there is no evidence to support that we should be worrying about training fasted it's very personal in terms of preference of whether you want to eat in the morning before you train. What I would say is for me personally, if I was to train fasted, I would then eat more later in the day because it would affect my hunger levels and appetite. I personally need to manage my hunger in order to manage my calorie consumption. So if I was to not eat, go to the gym and do a workout, by the time I left the gym, I'd be ready to eat my own arm. So it's not something that works for me. But no, it does not speed up your metabolism. No, it is not superior to just going to the gym after eating your breakfast. So I hope this has helped. I've tried to keep it short and sweet. I've answered about half a dozen there. If there's enough interest, I'll definitely do a part two on myth busting. I hope I've kept it simple enough where it makes sense that next time someone tries to ram fasting down your throat, you fully understand why they're talking shit when they say it speeds up your metabolism. Um, Yeah, so over and out.